Welcome. Everything's fine. This is a Good Place podcast. My name is Tim. This is Kevin and Jules. Say hi, fellas. Hello. We are known as the Nerdy Boys on our other podcast, Nerdy Things Podcast, and this is being brought to you by Nerdy Things Pod Productions. We have decided, Kevin and I, who are fans of the show The Good Place on NBC, that we needed an outlet to discuss all of the things that go on in this show, because there's so much that happens every week, so so many twists and turns and surprises, that this is something that we need an outlet to discuss what's happening. Jules, our friend down below to the side, depending on how you're watching this on YouTube, Jules hasn't watched it yet. So part of the fun of this journey is we are going to discuss this knowing what happens where Jules doesn't. So we're going to try as hard as we can to go through The Good Place and episode by episode, one of our episodes will equal one of their episodes until we catch up to the season three premiere this September. And we will try as hard as we can not to give everything anything away. So if you're a new watcher to the show and you're somehow stumbling across us and joining as you watch through, then you can join with Jules yeah. and not know anything. Mm-hmm. But that's normal for Jules. Like he, that's kind of his life. Um Right. So so we're going to go episode by episode. We're going to kind of give you some interesting tidbits from actors every week, some fun facts maybe, and we're just going to do a little deep dive onto some of the story and what we find amusing and all that kind of stuff. But first, the personalities. Let's introduce a little bit about of our, a little bit about ourselves and why you should like us or why you should hate us. Who knows? Let's start with Kevin. Kevin, tell us a little bit about yourself, my friend. Hi, I'm Kevin. I'm a Star Wars nerd and just a general all-around tinkerer. Uh, I got a 3D printer and way too much crap on my desk at any given moment. And uh, that's about it. I love talking about this type of thing and picking it apart and making fun of Jules. And all the nerdy ties that you can ever want. He used to... Yep. Kevin used to... Nerdy Thailand. I love it. But... (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, so that's Kevin. We like Kevin. And like then Kevin. Jules. Jules, tell us, tell us a little bit about yourself. <laughs> I like you, Tim. You're saying how, how we should feel about uh, uh, t- Kevin. It's like, oh, we, we like Kevin. Yes. We like Kevin. We like Kevin. Um, and then there's Jules. Yeah, I'm Jules. So uh, Jules the Human Online and all that stuff. First off, I'm a musician, and then I do podcasts with these guys. And we are not, well, let's just say in the beginning, we're not in the same place. I met these guys online, which is sometimes really bad, but... In my case, it turned out pretty good. Um, <laughs> we do the Nerdy Things podcast, like Tim already said. Uh, I just love, what do I love? Harry Potter, Doctor Who. I have a ton of tattoos that show all the cool stuff that I am in love with. The Dark Mark, Deathly Hollows over here for our YouTube viewers. But um, I just like a lot of stuff, and I'm the token millennial on the show. So I'm a little younger than these guys, and hopefully I'll give a different perspective on a lot of things. So, hey, happy to be here. (laughs) Yeah, and I am Tim. I am a uh, nerd as well, uh, but also a cool nerd, I think. You know, I like sports balls and stuff like that, as these guys (laughs) refer to it. I'm a big, big sports fan. root for our Kevin and I are up in the Boston area so I root for all the hometown teams I'm a massive Red Sox fan massive Patriots fan massive Celtics fan and I follow just about any sport Um, but we do love nerdy stuff Uh, I came 
to co-host a podcast, as we mentioned several times already, called Nerdy Things Podcast with these guys. Uh, about this time last year, we're about a year into it, and we really enjoy it. And now we are kind of developing Nerdy Things Pod Productions, where we can do some offshoot podcasts that are of you know, a similar thing. And in that we talk a lot about pop culture. We talk a lot about TV shows, movies, things of that nature. So this fits right in with that. And it's, it's one of our favorites. Um, I also recently had a baby, so my life is kind of crazy right now. This is actually the nursery. That's where I'm, uh, coming at you from. Uh, I've got a little dog an Australian shepherd poodle mix and Aussie doodle. You can uh, check out pictures of all that stuff at Tim's picks on Instagram. You can follow us all on our social medias. If you go to nerdy things, Pod.com. That's a place where you can find information about this show. You can find information about our other show. You can find information about us, links to all of the social medias for this podcast or other podcast and us as individuals. And you know what? Hopefully you just enjoy it. We're going to also start, or we will have started by the time you listen to this, a Facebook discussion group yep. for this show. So that this, we're really hoping this can be something that's interactive. Because like I said, Kevin and I wanted an outlet to discuss the show. And not just with the three of us. We would like to discuss it with a broader audience. So if you guys could join us on Facebook and, and give your thoughts on the episodes that we're discussing weekly. Very important that at this point we make them non-spoiler. Okay, we don't want to spoil anything for anybody who's catching up, but it'll be a lot of fun come September when we're all just kind of going through it together and learning the new episode every week. So we really thank you for stumbling across us or from joining us, uh, you know, from some of our other avenues. And we appreciate that you're here and we hope you have a fun time. So one thing that we want to start out with most weeks is this week in the actors. We have some interesting characters in this show, and they're interesting characters in real life as well. One of the leads being Kristen Bell, who shares a lot of herself on social media with her husband, Dax Shepard, so we can imagine that this could be pretty interesting from time to time. But the tidbit that I picked out this week is she gave an interview with uh, Babel and said that she locks her kids in their rooms. Whoa. Whoa, that seems inhumane. Do it. I don't know. I'm I'm calling BS on this. I mean, I'm not even a parent, so I'm just kind of coming at this like I wouldn't want to lock anyone in anything. So I'm going to lock her in her room and see how she likes but how, it. Does she does she have a lot of money? Do they have a lot of money, her and Dax Shepard? I mean, because then oh, her, yeah. their kids' rooms would be an oasis then. It's probably pretty, be pretty huge. pretty cool. They'd have, you know, all the TVs, all the restrooms and all that stuff. So I, I don't know. What, what's the context here, Tim? May not be the worst thing ever, right? Well, so I, I, will, I will say, for people who are as wealthy as they, uh, you know, I'm sure are, they're, uh, they, they seem to try to live as real a life as possible. But the context of this is, is very simple. It's funny how that's the headline of the story that I right. saw amongst this broad interview. But really what it boils down to it was, I think it was in the context of either her kids falling asleep or like having a little tantrum or meltdown. She would just, you know, say, hey, stay in your room. Lock the door so they can't escape and say, listen, you're going to stay in there for about five minutes until you can calm down. And then we're going to come in and talk about what's that's going no on. That's no different and than I thought like that time actually, out. That's, that still exactly, seems like a fire hazard. Right? It was the locking mechanism that really oh, got people no. all set off on the Internet. So interested to hear if you're in our Facebook discussion group. Why don't we have a little talk about locking kids in their room? Uh, but I thought it was kind of a good way to just get the kid to say, hey, calm down a little bit. It's everything's going to be all right. You don't Everything need to go kicking fine. and screaming, or if you're going to do it, just do it on your own, and we'll reconvene in about five See, minutes. That's <laughs> the reason I don't think I have kids now or yet because I'm very forgetful, and I'd probably just forget. I'd be like, "Oh, where, where's where's uh where's little Jules at?" And it's like, "Oh, 
Whoa, my God. I forgot. I locked you in the car. I don't know. I haven't seen him in a week and a half. <laughs> I locked him in the car, and that's oh, in oh, the third bay of our I second garage. Him? Was it this pocket? Was it? <laughs> <laughs> what else we got? So these are parenting tips from two guys that have no kids, and so one that's got a six-week-old. We don't Hooray. know. Yet, so. Nothing. Uh, but that's what Kristen Bell she, she, says she does. So the other thing was uh, Ted Danson was on a podcast recently and he was talking about, uh, for those of you who don't know Ted Danson outside of this show, which I'd find kind of amazing, he first came to fame back in the 80s playing Sam Malone, a bartender on the hit TV show Cheers. Cheers, whose finale episode is still, to this day, the second highest scripted television show ratings of all time. Wow. Super Bowls have passed it, NFL playoff games have passed it, but MASH is number one, Cheers is number two, as the most viewers to ever watch a scripted television show wow. at one single time. Now, YouTube and Hulu and Netflix have, of course, gotten into that. TV ratings are much lower now than they were in the heyday of sitcoms in the 80s. But let's put it this way. Back then, Ted Danson was a big deal. He was in a few movies, but that since then, he's kind of played Sam Malone in different incarnations ever since. Yep. He, was a, he had a TV show that ran, I think, five seasons called Becker, where he played a doctor. And as he put it, it was Sam Malone as a doctor, <laughs> you know, and, that, and uh, you know, he's, he's done a couple of other things like that. So when he wanted to branch out and when he wanted to apparently make sure he could continue to pay the mortgage on his and uh, Mary Steenburgen's vacation home in Martha's Vineyard, he decided to take a role in CSI. And it was very serious. And he said it was awful. Oh, God. <laughs> I'm seeing here that he did CSI somewhere between 2000 and 2015. So that's a really long time. Uh, fucking CSI is huge. But then I also see that he was in <laughs> CSI Cyber, which goes yeah. from 2015 to 2016. Mm. I've never heard of CSI Cyber. What is yeah, that? I think it only lasted one season, and I'm I'm not sure if he was the main guy in that or if he it, was just, like, someone who came into it. Looks it looks like he's like, one of the main guys. Now, then, he knew nothing about oh, it. Oh, with, what's his name from <laughs> Dawson's Creek? Vanderbeek? Oh. Yeah, he's in it. What? Really? Is he? <laughs> Interesting. So, my, James Vanderbeek, right? Wow. One of wow. My, one of my greatest associations with James Vanderbeek is when he was popular and he was on, and he hosted Saturday Night Live. And the reason why is because that is the greatest Don Pardo name ever. And now hosting James Vanderbeek. I love that. That's great. <laughs> I know him. The most drawn out name he's ever said on that show. And it was fantastic. I know him from That's uh, awesome. that Bitch in Apartment 21 or whatever. That was a pretty good show, that wasn't was really it? Show. Yeah. But here's the lineup yeah. for CSI Cyber. We have Patricia Arquette Bow Wow. James Vanderbeek, wow, Charlie Kuntz, Haley Kiyoko, Ted Danson, and Peter McNichol. Hmm. Wow. Interesting. Huh, interesting. Okay, so he hated CSI Cyber, or he hated so, CSI. Well, he was also on the yeah. regular. It wasn't that he hated yeah. it. It was that he's always done, for the most part, done things that are comedic. And he knew he wanted to take a serious role, but he said, you can't, you are not allowed to be funny on that show. Aww. He said, if you wanted to do a little ad lib or something or add something that was humorous, it would be cut, nope, retake, do it again. Because 
The whole purpose is for the audience to be taking in every minor detail of the case so they can put it all together in the end, and that they thought humor distracted from the absorption of the actual information at hand. See, I'm calling bullshit on this right now because I watched one episode of CSI Miami and the literal exposition of the the whole show was a rock montage where they just kind of looked at evidence and then the reveal at the end, they had to then explain to you how they got there because it did not show it at all in the show. So <laughs> I, I think that they just Well, maybe kinda... they're not always effective at it, but at least that was their goal. <laughs> some episodes, some one-off episodes, depending on the director. Kind of like Doctor Who, you never know. <laughs> but I, I, yeah, I've seen, which one's the one with the guy that takes off his glasses and he's like, he says something That's Miami. Stoic, That's Miami. You know, yeah. I like that one. That one, I laugh. Looks like he got that one. fried. Yeah. yeah. Which is the one with iced tea? <laughs> that's... That's know. Law and Order, isn't it? Oh, oh, yeah, oh yeah, sorry, my bad. Well, now we know there's one is the one with Bow Wow. So there you go. <laughs> there's one genre of TV that I absolutely don't watch, know nothing about, and it's the whole Law and Order, crime that's, scene investigation. Not, I watch none of that. My, my I, wife I think it's Ice Cube that's in Law and Order, isn't it? Is uh, it? NCIS that has iced tea. Yes. Okay. So there you yeah. go. All right. Because uh, iced iced tea, I know, is like he's his job is to say something funny at the end of like every scene he's in. Yeah. It basically it's like boom, 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 and then iced tea's like, but that's the bones. Or it's just it's, <laughs> it's just some play on words. Like I, I don't know. Like that's his job in that show. Yeah. Um. Yeah. So I know nothing about yeah, my no. wife watches uh, Criminal Minds, but yeah, I, I know nothing about that genre of TV, and they're all the same. No, and all and, of those I mean, to me are all the same. Ice T has been on Law and Order forever, and you're right about his role in there. He is just that guy that sort of sums yeah. it all up. Um, but I I do love it. Like the, that's a show that you don't have to watch any of. You can watch any one of because they all are just ripping <laughs> yeah. their stories from the headlines. So yeah, self sustaining. But it, it, he plays the. Um, I think it's a Billy Baldwin character going back to Kristen Bell. She was in the crime scene show and forgetting Sarah Marshall. Mm. Okay. Right. Right. And I think it's, it's Billy Baldwin. That's her sidekick. Right. And everything he says is just some dirty euphemism. <laughs> like when they show scenes from the show, it's like, oh, and that guy's, you know, proteins on the floor or something. It's always oh. like something to do with like semen or something like that. <laughs> but he, he plays the iced tea character in the fake crime scene yeah. from forgetting Sarah Marshall, which is a great show. Oh, great. Nice. I, wow. So, okay. I'm looking at all of these yeah. crime scene, criminal mind, law and order. And I know, <laughs> Oh, they're all I the same. Only half of these. Yeah. I have not. Well, this is why I get Jesus. confused about ice T ice cube, LL cool J. I'm, I'm mixing them all Plot together twist, in my they're mind. All in the same so, planet. They're all in the same universe. Really? That's exactly <laughs> there's right. A, there's going to be a, a CSI multiverse or <laughs> something like so, that. A law law multiverse and the thing is i know like i know all of those guys individually and could separate them outside of the constructs of those shows but within the constructs of those shows they're the same person mm. yeah that's exactly right <laughs> oh criminal minds is the one with matthew gray gruber that everybody loves the internet loves to love him all right he's gorgeous oh Oh, okay. But, Who's he? Nah, he nothing. Nah, no, not important. Uh, <laughs> All right. <laughs> anyways, anyways, episode. back to the yeah. good place. Guys uh, in the audience and girls and gals and women and men and Anything whoever you identify as, <laughs> we go on tangents, get used to it. It's part of our charm. 
Uh, so <laughs> one of the things that we're going to do every episode is we're going to name some of our favorite quotes from that week's episode. But we're going to do it before we discuss the episode because sometimes these things are just better out of context. So, Jules the Human, why don't you give us some of your favorite quotes from this week's episode, week one, everything sure. is fine, from the good place. Uh, do you, not, you don't want me to explain where it's from, right? I mean, whatever. Nope. Okay. Just want the basically the punchline. <laughs> Did I have a purse? No. Oh, I'm dead. Okay. <laughs> that was one of mine yeah. as well. Good, um, good call. People love frozen yogurt. I don't know what to tell you. <laughs> I'm gonna laugh between each one of these. Um, I was okay. I was a medium person. I should spend eternity in a medium place like Cincinnati. Those three were my favorite quotes. There was a ton of quotes. I like it. But those those three really caught me off guard and I started laughing. That's one of the things I love about this show is there's only two seasons. There's only 25 episodes so far. And I think my wife and I have watched all of them at least like five or six times. Because it's funny and there's so many quotable lines in it that it's one of those shows that you can just pepper no. into your daily conversation if you're familiar sure, with yeah. it. Yeah, watching it for the first time, uh, you know, me watching the first episode, and I've only watched the first episode so far. So this is just me going in first episode, boom. So it's it's really different so far. Like, like you were saying, you can quote almost everything and i really love that and if you're thinking about diving into this show definitely dive in with me because it is just super interesting and a breath of breath of fresh air and we'll get into the story later but it's it just super captivating on the pilot episode i really enjoyed it very much so absolutely Kevin, um, what do you got i have one quote from the entire okay. show <laughs> it's someone screaming that bear has two mouths <laughs> yes. I have an audio clip if you want me to play it. Go but for it. No, that was a really good. Right. Yeah, go ahead. You go ahead, Kevin, and play it because I love that part. <laughs> oh my god. Uh, I love the allusion to the bad place. I won't tell you anything no. about it. But here's what's going on, and it's just the worst sound you can. Oh ever man, that's imagine. great. Tim, we got All some right. quotes. So my, I had, I had two quotes. Uh, Jules stole one of them, so that's cool. Um, and the other one is, uh, "Do you have a second to eat my farts? You pick it up if you're so horny for the environment." <laughs> that's my favorite quote of the week, out of context. Yeah. I yep. don't know if there there might be other funnier ones in the episode, but to read that on its own. Do you have a second to eat my farts? You pick it up if you're so horny for the environment. That's doesn't get any better than that. That's right great. There. Okay, I, oh like, I like this segment. So yeah. uh, quotes out of context. Yep. It's great. <laughs> That's our quotes of the week out of context. All right, so another thing we're going to do every week is uh, after this, we're going to get right into the episode. For those of you who don't listen to Nerdy Things Podcast, we have a, kind of a famous thing, and it's Kevin giving the most incredible synopses of <laughs> movies, comic books, books, TV shows that you can possibly imagine. So we're going to parlay that into this uh, this podcast for you. So Kevin's going to give you his synopsis of the first episode of The Good Place. All right. So this episode starts off and we meet Eleanor, who just died in the most embarrassing way possible. And now she's in The Good Place, which... Uh, is, I guess, better than the bad place. And there's just way too much frozen yogurt. It's just frozen yogurt for days. And then we find out that she is literally the world's worst person. 
and she does not belong there. But she's been given a soulmate because they don't know it's her. And his name is Chidi. And then he drags her to a party and she acts like an asshole the whole time. And everything in the world starts reacting to her because she is just the worst. And then they get attacked by giant shrimp and giraffes and Ariana Grande. The end. Wow. That's the best. They do get viscerally attacked by Ariana Grande. A plus on the synopsis. You already saw the episode. We don't need to get super into it. We're talking about the episode. So um, (laughs) that really took me for a loop. That was like, I thought it was going somewhere. I thought this was going to be like, okay, this is going to be something. And instantly, oh, that that's not me. And I was like, wait, what? This is supposed to go <laughs> in a certain direction. And I was that completely yep. threw me off. And that's what made this show definitely something I want to continue watching. It's just like, what what's going on? Like, it, it set itself up so perfectly. She was going along with it. And she was just kind of like, yeah, uh, uh, I don't know, because like, I thought, oh, well, it's kind of the good place. Uh, of course, I would be like that, too you know if i was in the forking good place but i don't know it it was just super good i really enjoyed it and have y'all ever been something that has that ever happened to you where you know maybe somebody's come up to you and started talking and thought you were a different person or or something like that and you're just kind of going along with it you're just like uh yeah okay that happened that's happened quite a bit to me i i think somebody even calls me like by a different name and, and he kept calling me by a different name and i just didn't have the uh sociability to just correct him i was just like yeah yeah okay i think it was called yeah, justin you're or something oh boy like, yeah, yeah man yeah sure oh I, I get keith all the time people call me keith constantly nice <laughs> you look like a keith yeah people that don't even know <laughs> me which that. is weird because that's what my parents were going to name me Ooh. and then they they my dad screwed it up and went with kevin by accident wow but people that don't even know me call me keith all the time so for the for those of you who found us on iTunes or Stitcher or Podcatcher, uh, we also do this stuff on YouTube. So head over to YouTube. Um, I don't know exactly how we're going to post these yet. Update later. Um, whether we're going to do a separate channel or go into our Nerdy Things Pod channel, but you'll find out later. Go on YouTube, check out Kevin, and see if he looks like a Keith, and then tell he us. Looks what like you think. Uh, 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 he looks like a Keith. Leave a comment down below if he looks like a Keith. Thanks. <laughs> but yeah, so so we when we open up scene one and. It's kind of like eyes open, pupils dilate. It reminds me a lot of Lost. Yep. For anybody who remembers the first sure. scene of Lost, that, that was a big throwback. But this, you know, very pleasant looking blonde woman just uh, is looking at a board, a, a wall that says everything is fine, which is where we got the name for this podcast. And then Ted Danson. And and c- could anybody be more warm, welcoming and charming than, than Ted Danson? Like, if you're going to come into no. a world where nope. you're kind of, you don't know what the heck is going on, and a door opens, and out of the, the other side, it's like, Eleanor, come on in. And it's Ted Danson. If it was Kevin, Keith, come on in. And it was Ted Danson, you'd be like, yeah, okay, sure. Yeah. Morgan Freeman. If it was uh, Morgan Freeman. That's true, too. Yeah. There's, but there's, there's select but there's few people. Very few. Very few. Yeah. And Ted, that's why Ted Danson's perfect for this role, because he just says, come in this room. And she's like, yeah, okay. And then... He tells her what's going on. And my fa- my favorite thing about the very beginning, I st- this is what got me laughing right off the get-go. She's just got this smile on her face. She looks very calm. And she says in a very calm voice, he goes, uh, you know, you're blah, 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 blah. And she says, okay, I've just got one question. Who 
are you, where am I, and what's going on? Because <laughs> that's one yeah. question. But that's, that's exactly how your brain would be working in that moment, you right. know, when you don't really have any context for, for where you are. And no. then I, I thought they did a good job of just bringing us in. Like, he explains what has happened. She's died and all yep. that kind of stuff. And they and erased they her memory because it was so embarrassing. Yep. Then they couldn't have picked a funnier way for her to die. Am I right? Oh, no, no. <laughs> he just kept going on like, oh, and then this happened. It's like, oh, no, <laughs> yeah. no, I'm done. I'm out. <laughs> you dropped a bottle of skinny gal, lonely margarita mix. <laughs> then the tr- the carts come to get you. And then after that, a bus, we escaped it and the bus gets you and it has an erectile dysfunction called a Gorgio <laughs> advertisement on there. And she's like, okay, stop. It's, 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 it's enough. Um, but as Jules said, she now we don't know as the audience, but she knows that that what he's describing doesn't describe her, and she just goes along with it. Imagine having the wherewithal though to not be like I, I know I'd be like, um, guy, I'm not I'm not a death row lawyer. I, none of this what you're saying sounds familiar to me. I'd probably be very questioned. She's just like, oh yeah, cool, right. But that's awesome. how bad a person yeah, she is. That's that, why that worked on that's her. That's exactly what I was going to say. Yeah. You're a good enough person. You would already be in the good place. You wouldn't have to do whatever. <laughs> but she's a bad enough person. And I think I'm sort of there where I would have been like, oh, uh, yeah. All right. Sure. Yep. This is me. That's me. That's so many orphans. Oh, <laughs> saved them all. <laughs> Shave? Saved. Yeah, I did saved that. That was all. me. So one of my other uh, favorite parts of this first scene was when she she asks, like, you know, did anybody get it right? And he said, you know, each religion got a little bit. It's kind of a general concept. It's really just the good and the bad place. It's not heaven or hell. But there was this one guy named Doug Forsett. And (laughs) this was one of my favorite quotes, but it's not as funny out of context. But he goes... So she goes, who was Doug Forsett? And he points to a, a picture on the wall, like a plaque. And he goes, a stoner kid who lived in Calgary in the 70s. One night he got really high on mushrooms and a friend said, what do you think happens when uh, when we die? And he just launches into this dialogue, this big long speech where he got like 92% right. <laughs> and then my favorite detail is he goes, that's him over there and points at the thing. He goes, I'm, I'm very lucky to have that. <laughs> <laughs> like, like it's a treasured possession in his world. Like oh, it's it's like a Michael Shine Michael Jordan rookie yeah. card or something. He's like, I'm 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 really lucky to have that. You know, it's just great. He's so sincere about it. As I well. want to know. So that that kind of explanation. Was I want to know this guy. I want to know more about him and what 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 he thinks about the good place and all that stuff. It's it's really good. Right. right. So well, as so as we leave the office and he's kind of bringing her out into the world, let's talk a little bit about just how he explains what this is. To, to Eleanor, our main character, Eleanor. So this is pretty much just, I mean, almost for most people that are going to the good place, everything you could ask for. <laughs> I mean, the, it, sure, but too much of it at the same time. Sure. <laughs> you wouldn't be happy there. You wouldn't be happy with all the frozen yogurt, Kevin. There is way too much frozen yogurt. <laughs> I mean, honest to God, you have uh, yogurt acres. You have the good place uh, best yogurt. Let's all eat yogurt. Yogurt horizons. Just there's too much frozen yogurt. Give me some ice cream. Give me some gelato. Mix it up a little bit. Everybody loves. You know, there's yogurt. no sub shops. There's nothing. <laughs> but pa- uh, clothes that fit correctly. You're given your perfect house with everything that you love about it. Like that just sounds. That sounds pretty cool. There's no conflict. Seeming seemingly no conflict. <laughs> yeah. There's. 
nothing fun. I mean, I would not like this place. So you'd prefer uh, the, uh, the the bad place then with the two-faced, uh, <laughs> two-mouthed that, bear? That bear has two mouths. That just means he can smile twice as much. <laughs> yeah, I want to see that. I feel like Kevin wants to be in Cincinnati. <laughs> <laughs> I just want to go to the medium place. Sure. Um, yeah, so we're just walking through these lush green fields and a wonderful cobblestone little downtown area that's got frozen yogurt everywhere. And, you know, just that everything is right at their fingertips. So Michael is played by Ted Danson. Eleanor is played by Kristen Bell. They meet up with uh, the first two people that we meet uh, from from the good place. And we've got interesting to me that these two get paired together because they're both kind of new actors. So sure. we've got Tahani, which is this just beautiful, dark skin, dark hair, tall, model looking British accent woman with with gloves on and a flowy dress. And then we've got um, uh, Jianyu, a Buddhist monk who's silent, who's played by Manny Jacinto and uh, Jamila Jamil, who plays Tahani. Now, Jamila Jamil is essentially like British Carson Daly. She does a lot of like music video show hosts and is written for, you know, some fashion magazines and very interesting thing, but she's never done any acting. And they were told her to audition for it. And we meet her and she just exudes this part that she plays so well of this proper British socialite. And then you've got Gianni, who we don't know anything about yet, who just doesn't speak. And <laughs> Manny, Has- do you know how to say his last name, Jules? Jacinto. The guy who plays, uh, but I don't, is that Jacinto? It's Jacinto, but I don't know if it's supposed to be that. Is he like? I'm pretty sort of. I'm pretty sure that it is because he is a Hispanic uh, in, in of or a Latino in, in okay, some way. Yeah, but I couldn't. I, I searched the internet for an interview that introduced him, so I could yeah. hear it pronounced. Couldn't no. find it. Just that's, couldn't find that's it. That's how but new I'm pretty he is. Sure that you're yeah, right. Uh, J so. with an H. Jacinto. Okay, how's seen so? So we nice. meet these two people, you know, who who are the only other people we know in the good place, and they've been paired together as soulmates. And we've got the one that talks all the time, and the one that doesn't talk at all. And it's an interesting pairing, to be sure. Soulmates. She is such a bitch, <laughs> such a bitch. I loved her and hated her immediately. She is so rude, but in that condescending, rich, perfect person way. Oh, you she have such a Eleanor. Cute, tiny little house. Boop. <laughs> Yes, everything. <laughs> like a child's plaything, like a like a fancy little house for dogs. <laughs> I would love to go to one of her parties. I think that would be right? fun. <laughs> and I love how she speaks for Jianyu because he doesn't speak, but she speaks for his emotions already. Yes. Like they've known each other like five minutes, oh. but she's already speaking for his emotions. He's totally okay. Um, yeah, Eleanor. Eleanor, who is the skeptic. We we find out later. Eleanor, who's the skeptic, he she takes Kevin's point of view right off the bat. She's like, nah, I don't know about this Tahani. There's more than meets the eye here. She's too nice. Just like there's too much frozen yogurt, there's right. too much niceness here. Um, yeah. So she lives in a giant mansion. I'm talking like Queen's Castle giant mansion that Fountains sits and adjacent to Eleanor's tiny little house, which is decorated in the Icelandic style. With clowns. Sure, with a lot of clowns. And terrifying, was, terrifying clowns. Terrifying clowns. And that was one of my... There's this whole clown artwork corner of her house with a bench. Like, you go to a museum and admire it, that whole setup. And he goes... And Michael says, oh, and this is for clowns, Eleanor, because you love clowns. 
And she doesn't skip a beat. She just goes, I do love clowns in the most enthusiastic and warm way possible. Oh, my God. Well, she wants to stay in the good place. So what are some essential things that you would need in your place or you think that would be there if you went to the good place? What essential you know, items or, Ooh, or size question. or anything would would be there in your house in the good place? Would it look like the For place For me, that it you would just now? be a TV and a video game. That's it. <laughs> it's just, there's not even a roof. <laughs> oh, God. You'd be in Ready Player One. That That's like, like so your perfect life? Yes, it would be the, the hellscape that is the real world from Ready Player One. That's my perfect <laughs> life right there. I would, um, uh, I think the TARDIS would need to be there somewhere just, just to be cool. Just, I mean, it wouldn't actually function. I mean, whatever. Or you open the, the door, <gasps> you open the door to my house. It's the small TARDIS, but then you open the door and it's just a huge area. That would be great. I would love that. So the good news is none of us have to worry about this because we're not going to the good place because I actually, I paused it on the screen where they show the, the attributes that get you there. And we're all screwed. All three of us. Oh no. Yeah. I don't know. I I don't know if you were able to read any of these when you were watching, but some of these are pretty funny. Oh, Rita. I screenshotted them as well. Yeah. Yeah. So like when you tell a woman to smile, negative 53.83 points. Yeah, I'm good on that. Uh, yeah, steel copper wiring from a decommissioned military base minus 16 points. <laughs> uh, who use knew? Facebook as a verb? Negative right? 5.55 oh, points. Oh man, I'm done. For. Overstate, overstate personal connection to tragedy that has nothing to do with you. Negative 40.57 points. Oh wow. <laughs> These are too close to home for me. Root for the New York Yankees, negative 110.97 points. And be the commissioner of professional football league, American, in parentheses, negative 824.55 points. Use the term bro code, negative (laughs) 4.38. Poison a river. And in my defense, I don't have one, but negative (laughs) 4,010.55 points. Uh, but fail to disclose a camel illness when selling a camel, negative 22.22. One of my favorites right there. Ruin an opera with boorish behavior, negative 90.9. Even some of the, the good ones to get you in there are spectacular. Um, like this one here, installed solar panels, um, house arid environment, plus 1994.49. Eight vegan, plus 424.94. That's it? Donated 16. Yes, they're so disproportionate with some of them. (laughs) Donated 16.36% of lifetime income anonymously to to charities, plus 87,419.95 points. Wow. And slavery, plus (laughs) 814,293.23 points, which explains when she's asking people she'd be surprised who didn't make it in the good place. He said every U.S. president except for Lincoln. (laughs) Oh wow! <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. We're not the other one. It. The other one that I found on the negatives that made me laugh was harassment. Parentheses sexual. Sexual. <laughs> yeah. Not just not just regular harassment. We've we've subcategorized yeah, all the harassment. This the harassment. Yeah. yeah. 
Oh, God. Yeah, so there's, that was part of the welcome video, which was kind of funny, too, where Michael plays this on this giant screen in this, in this you know, downtown area, this welcome video, and explains the concept of the good place and bad place, which is essentially you do good things, you get good points, you lo- do bad things, you lose points. And he <laughs> uses the example, you know that time you were in the car on the highway and you got in the breakdown lane so you could get off the exit quicker because nobody was watching? Well, we were. <laughs> And then when he says, you know, you all made it the good place, it's very selective, only a few people make it, and it is for everybody else, don't worry yeah, about don't them. Worry about that. <laughs> the big warm smile <laughs> on his face. So then, yeah, we, we uh. also find out that is it's Tandadson's first time designing this kind of area, this world, and it's his, he spent, what did he say, like 2,000 years or something working towards it or something like that. He spent a really long time trying to do this, and this is his first time doing it. And it's just so comical that the first time that he does it, stuff goes awry, and it's just really interesting. I'm completely unclear on the passage of time, and we'll get into this as we do other episodes, but for him to have been building this for 2,000 years, just can he see the future can we see did they start i'm i'm confused but interesting 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 yeah he's we we don't really know especially at this point a whole lot about what's going on in the background of this whole creation already creationary thing i did love ted danson's bow ties in this he starts off with the peacock bow tie he had four different bow ties in this in this episode (laughs) jeez that bow tie budget man oh uh, out of of hand Kevin, we're going to put you in charge of uh, Michael's fashion choices as, nice. the, as the episodes go oh. on, because that does become a plot point. So we're going to put you in charge of keeping track of Michael's uh, outfits and and the reasons behind it and all that kind of stuff. Oh, absolutely. So it's a, it's it's about this point where we're in uh, Eleanor's house that we meet Chidi Adagonye, who is her soulmate, who is a, we find out, a professor of moral philosophy. <laughs> oh, my God. Uh, and who has lived a wonderful wildlife uh, going from uh, Senegal to France to Australia to you name it. And, uh, and, and he just says how excited he is to have a soulmate. Yeah, I, I feel so bad for him. that This is just foisted on him, especially with his specialization. He's just such a driven guy who has no idea how to react to this type of thing and then Eleanor's just like BT dubs I don't belong here we're pulling a whole a huge scam let's go and then she's just stuffing shrimp in her bra and that's the <laughs> oh, end that's of it. great <laughs> and she totally traps him too like she oh, finds she out what he does and she finds out that and, and gets him to pledge his undying loyalty to yep. her and then goes okay by the way I'm not supposed to be here and he's like what cut to commercial <laughs> oh man brilliant take right there <laughs> oh yeah but yeah he because he lives his life in black and white like he studies yep. moral philosophy and tries to live his life with with no breaking of the rules. So w- with every new bit of information, he's put in a quandary as to whether his loyalty to her wins out or telling the truth wins out or the the ultimate good of humanity wins out and all that kind of stuff. So they kind of go back and forth a little bit. He's trying to convince her to tell Michael maybe it's a test. That doesn't happen. But they all get invited to Tahani's big party that night. And when they get there, there's alcohol. So what happens? <laughs> Eleanor gets wrecked. You had to see that coming. Place? There's alcohol. Why not? There? Of course. Alcohol is great. I know, but wouldn't that make you no so wouldn't that make you make bad decisions? 
But the people that are there drink in moderation. This is the thing. Anything that's there is there because these are people that know how to use it responsibly. Mm. She's the only one that got hammered. That's exactly right. She's the only one that could have gotten hammered. uh, She's making fun of Tahani in the background and saying, oh, I'm such a beautiful giraffe. And she's stealing shrimp. And (laughs) my favorite part, she plays a good drunk person. She's like, I'm going to go upstairs and steal something gold. And Judy's like, no, don't. And she runs away, you know, that, that way that, you know, drunk women do. And it was funny. And then and then so he brings her back to the house, basically puts her to bed. She has a little fight with him about how he says his last name. She says he's pronouncing it wrong. He says he's pronouncing it correctly. And she comes and lands on Ariana, Ariana Grande. Grande. That's a person. Look, I did it. Oh, my God. <laughs> and she falls asleep. And then so, Jules, what happens when she wakes up? Um, she's the only one dressed, not, what was it? Like a yellow, yellow and black stripe sort of, I don't know. (laughs) They look like, like Charlie Brown shirt, but like those stripes repeated throughout, whether it's a dress or a jumpsuit or a regular suit. It looked to me like missing textures from a video game. Like that's the default (laughs) texture. And Uh, they were just missing the texture from everything else. And everything's just going haywire with this whole town and she's the only one that's kind of out of it and she doesn't know what's going on giant flying shrimp like what she stuffed in her bra giraffes because she made fun of tahani for being a giraffe you got ariana grande playing you got giant ladybugs for whatever reason i forget i don't know but just everything was just tied to her and i i i cannot wait for episode two i just can't when i first saw this it was just because I didn't expect it to go there. It was amazing. Yeah. Yeah, it's like they pack so much into the pilot. It's only a 22-minute pilot episode. It's not even like it's it's an hour-long thing. So you get this 22-minute episode. We packed all these details in, all these jokes, all this humor, all this information, and then we just end on this whole thing where she's like, Chidi, you're sticking by me, right? And he's like, I don't know. (laughs) Boom, cut to, you know, Fremulon. And (laughs) it... it, that's it. We talked about pilots in the Nerdy Things podcast uh, a while back and when we were doing our pilot episode. But this pilot episode, uh, it, it does a really great job of getting you into the world super quick, having or giving you these connections to the main characters, showing their personality, personality showing who they are essentially because... I mean, it. that's how they got there. And that's how, yep. you know, Eleanor is. They do some flashbacks, some clever flashbacks to show how bad she is. And oh, she's she just the worst. The, <laughs> the Starbucks cup and all this stuff. But, you know, it, it did a great job of doing that in such little time. And I feel totally okay with how the show's going to go, how these characters are. I, I feel, you know... I feel like I know these characters already. I've only watched one episode and I'm like totally okay with the shenanigans that are going to happen, all the uh, hilarity that's going to ensue. And I'm ready to just keep watching and keep going. <laughs> My body well, is Michael ready. Michael Schur, who's, who's the creator of this show, who also does Brooklyn Nine-Nine. He was involved in Parks and Recreation. Um, this guy's got, uh, you know, a lot of hits under his belt. And this is one of the things that I think he's really good at is, is creating fully formed characters that we can be introduced to right away that we can be invested in right away. And I think that happened and they were very careful. There was a lot of people in this world, but we were only introduced to a small number of them. We meet Eleanor first and then Michael and we tie them together. And then we meet Tahani and Jianyu very quickly. We kind of get a feel for who they are, but not anything too deep. 
Then we meet Chidi, get a little more involved in him because, you know, he and, and Eleanor have the main relationship. And then we go back and again, they're just showing us things about Tahani that make us think, is this for real? Like, is this legit? Mm-hmm. And and it's just, it's very carefully plotted along in terms of how he introduces us to everybody. So Michael Schur is a, a master at this kind of thing of giving us really great characters that we can get involved with right away. And I love that they left us on a cliffhanger right on episode one. So, oh, absolutely. Uh, That's the way to keep yeah. you engaged in it. And I, I, yep. I love the when they don't show you all of the characters to start because I hate bottle type shows that have no yeah. more people coming in where they're like, here's everyone. And then like three episodes later, they're like, oh, by the way, this is Doug. You've never met him before, but he's going to be central to the plot of this show right if you look at some of the greatest sitcoms of all time and you watch their pilot episodes one of i think the common themes is how carefully they introduce the characters and give you just enough information to to get familiar with them before deep diving more in the next few episodes so it's like all right we know the main players we know a little bit about them all right now we'll learn about them as we have more time to let that marinate so yeah i mean that's so that's the end of that episode did you guys have any other thoughts any uh tidbits to Um, go with any other things we didn't talk about no and i would definitely love to for y'all to let us know who your favorite character so far is and maybe even some of your favorite quotes if we can get like a quote uh quote post on the facebook page on the facebook group that would be super cool we'll make a post about it favorite quote quotes from episode one and you dump your favorite quotes that'll be great it's gonna be everything is fine a good place podcast that's gonna be where the group is and it's gonna be linked to our nerdy things podcast facebook page if you find that as well the group will be linked there and it'll also be on at nerdy things pod on pretty much all social media nerdy things pod.com is our website and you'll find it there as well so i definitely want the yeah discussion that's uh, part going. That, that, that's the big thing guys whether you're whether you're new to us whether you found us while searching for the good place or whether you've traveled with us from other podcasts we just really appreciate that you're here and we want to make this a fun discussion so get involved and just remember this is everything is fine a good place podcast your central hub for all of our information is nerdythingspod.com you'll find everything you need there that'll take you to the facebook page twitter all that stuff and we just want you to get to know us we want to get to know you we have uh, been doing this for over a year and we've got some fans that we really enjoy interacting with already and we're looking forward to some new ones uh, that really just really want to talk specifically about this show and hey if you want to go check out our other stuff that's great too but we can't wait to talk about Eleanor and Chidi and Tahani and Jianyu and Michael and then even Janet, which I can't wait to get more into Janet. <laughs> oh my God, so, Janet. Uh, really, thanks for listening, guys, and we hope you'll join us back next week. Well, at this point, next week could be right now because we've got three episodes just out for you to binging. download. Just keep we'll have, the podcast. Yeah. Keep going. Just go through it. And then we'll have one coming out every Monday going forward until we come to the season premiere this fall. And then we'll get in with the details on how that's going to work then. So uh, for Kevin, Jules, I'm Tim. We're the Nerdy Boys. Thanks for listening, guys. Have a great rest of your day. Thanks, everyone.